Are you trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and SteadyPicks Radio. Our team at SteadyPicks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports better. Best of all, SteadyPicks is 100% free. A SteadyPicks membership gives you access to all of the SteadyPicks system bets, our expert hosts' best bets, and our special guest picks. Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com, sign up for free and start winning. Radio, welcome into Wake Up and Wager. It is Wednesday, June 8th. Hope everybody is having a great morning. I've got a great guest with me here today. Not our usual Tom. Our usual Tom is still out with COVID. Send him our best wishes. He's hoping to be back tomorrow or the day after, so uh, we'll get our original Tom back here shortly. But for today, some of you may remember an episode we did about Uh, maybe a week before the MLB season started where we put in a whole bunch of futures bets. And that's where we're going to pick things up today. Um, Tom, other Tom, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Oh, great to have you here. Let me cut down the music and let's get into the business because last time you joined the show, Tom, we made a whole bunch of futures bets. A whole bunch of bets. Granted, you know, it's we're not even halfway through the season, but I thought it would be a good day to take a look at how some of these bets look and, you know, see how we feel. Yeah, no, I, I've been checking them out. Interesting picks. First thing I have to say is, uh, you know, well, we, we, better, we, we put some futures on a lot of things, right? We chose all the division winners. We chose the World Series winners. And then we went through the awards for each league. And I just have to say, as a Yankee fan, I am deeply, deeply ashamed for not going with the man, the myth, the legend, the judge, Aaron Judge. <laughs> I mean, he he could st- he could be out for the next month and still be number one in the MVP leadership column, you know, leading in the MVP race. So, you know, big regret there. But other than that, let, let's go through it. I'm pretty excited. So let's let's start with your Yankees, all right? And for those who don't who don't remember, Tom is a New York guy. He's a diehard Yankees fan, and you did have a ticket in in our bet here. You had the Yankees to win the World Series at eleven to one, which is looking really good right now, Tom. To give you an idea of where that ticket sits at this moment, the Yankees are six to one. So great great value right there at this moment. But let's talk Aaron Judge for a minute, and let's just kind of break down why this Yankees team has exceeded expectations to this point. Um, And I'll pass it to you, my man, because you're you're a fan of the team. Obviously, Judge is hitting; he's leading the league in home runs. He's having a fantastic year. But what what else do you think it is about this Yankees team that has caused them to come out of the gate so hot? It's interesting timing because you know we're playing the Twins right now. Um, where we made that big trade over the offseason, got rid of Sanchez and Gio Urshela and got back Donaldson and Kiner Falafa and one other guy who hasn't made an appearance yet. I think he's been hurt. But that trade was a big piece of the Yankees offseason approach, I think, which was 
nothing flashy. I mean, they didn't go out and spend hundreds of millions on any of the big ticket shortstops, but they improved defense massively. They put role players into positions where the Yankees have a habit of, you know, going all in on these big boppers that strike out a lot. And yeah, that's great when everybody's hitting well, or even when some of the team is hitting well. But when people are slumping, that's when you know, the Yankees over the last many years have gone through, gotten had issues, especially in the playoffs where the pitching gets better. But, you know, adding a guy like Trevino at home and Kiner Falafa at short, keeping Judge in center instead of Hicks, who I would trade for a bag of hay, <laughs> it makes the team so much better up the middle. And it puts role players in positions deep in the lineup where you start celebrating the few hits they get instead of lamenting them not hitting 40 home runs like we wished Gary Sanchez would do, right? Gary Sanchez was incredibly streaky. He, I don't know what his lifetime New York Yankees average was, but it was in the low 200s. I think he batted under 200 a couple seasons. And he wasn't great behind the plate. And, you know, a great catcher makes the whole team better. It makes the pitchers better. It makes the defense better. Yep. It makes everybody better. The whole team is better. You know, baseball is one of these, well, maybe the only sport that has this level of, you know, intangible, un immeasurable elements to the game. So many things you can measure, but there's also so many things you can't. And this is an example of that. Like catchers, good catchers make the entire team better. And just getting Gary Sanchez out of the, out of the, off the team, which is, was like two or three years late, that alone. So anyway, just generally better defense, more role players, and it doesn't hurt that Judge is leading the MLB in home runs by, I think, like seven. I mean, the guy is huge, absolute gap. monster this year. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. I mean, to to provide you know more perspective on this, so in our divisional winners bets, you ended up putting a bet on the Yankees at plus two thirty to win the division. I took the Blue Jays at plus one eighty. Right now, Tom. The Yankees are minus 300, and you're going to hate this, but I have to say it. Man, I'm doubling up on the Blue Jays at plus 300 now. That's a bet I'm making right now, Tom. They you, are you, wanna, so... you wanna make it interesting and put 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 your money where your mouth is on our bets and let's do it. Throw an extra bet. Well, well, talk to me. What are you thinking? I, I don't know, but Yankees, I mean, there's seven games up right now on the Blue Jays. You <laughs> name your price, man. Go ahead. Take well, the here's the thing. Dare you. It, it wouldn't make sense for me to make that bet considering the Yankees are minus 300 right now to win the division. It makes more sense to make that bet on the books and take the value with, you know, the Blue Jays being priced down. But here's just what I think is interesting is like, Tom, they're fucking rolling right now. Like the Blue Jays are smashing every over the last like, let's call it 15 games maybe, they're looking like a real problem. And not that the Yankees aren't, but it's so early in the season that to price the Yankees as if they've already almost ran away with it, like, to give you an idea here, hold on, I don't want to get too carried away, but do you know what the implied probability of the Yankees winning that division is at minus 300? Uh, no, tell me. Well, let me tell you right now, my man, the good old implied odds calculator. We're going to put in a minus 300 here. 
and calculate it, they're giving the Yankees a 75% chance to win that division. That's what those odds imply right now. And for me, I think the Blue Jays have more than a 25% chance to win that division at this stage. So um, I like that bet, man, as much as, uh, you know, your Yanks are hot. I mean, I think it's a bold move. I, I still think the Blue Jays are, you know, baseball, like you said, it's a long season. And young teams, you know, it's challenging for young teams to stick it out the whole year. I am terribly frightened about the Blue Jays long term. If you you may remember, I picked Vladdy Daddy, Baby Daddy um, oh, yeah. to win the MVP. It was my first MVP pick. A little bit of a hedge <laughs> Wait, what, against them winning the season. What did you call but, him? Uh, Vladdy Daddy Baby? What was that? I like that nickname. Well, you know, Vladdy Daddy is, I think, one of his nicknames, but like, he has a daddy that's been in the league. Hall so then famer. I just call him Vladdy Daddy Baby Daddy. I like it, man. I like it. Um, but there's nothing baby about that man's thighs. You see that guy's legs? Dude, Tree trunks. He's unbelievable. He's he's a reincarnation of his father, too, is what you gotta love. Like same but swing. But he's stockier bigger. and I think he's a better hitter. I mean, Vladdy, the original daddy, I mean, his claim to fame was he could hit anything also he had a rocket of an arm in right field so they're different players but i think you know what what is uh vlad senior's home run total um i'd be curious let me tell you one quick story funny story about vladdy senior nine the question what's over under home runs by vladdy jr 449 over under under I'm going over. Are we about to make a like a 15 year futures bet right now? Wait, oh, we're talking. I'm saying, hey, let's lock it in. I'm saying, I thought I thought you were talking about Vladdy Senior and had the like you were looking it up and you were guessing. Yes, yes. That. Vladdy Senior hit 449 home runs. You're saying I'm, will his I'm son go you, over? I'm asking you for for Vladdy Junior. Over under. 449 home runs 15 year bet oh my gosh i mean what's he at he's already over 100 i would think or close to it i would i'm going over actually i I take that back i'm definitely going over i think he's built to have a long career too and man i'd say over that's that's a fun one though dom yeah we're gonna pencil that down we're getting off the rails uh, he has 85 home runs so far in, in you know, two and a half seasons, COVID seasons. So. Okay. Well, let's keep it let's keep it moving through the divisions a little because I want to look at some of these yep. other bets. Uh, the AL Central, you ended up laying minus 200 on the White Sox. They're like four games, five games back right now, I believe. I took the Twins at plus 500. Yep. It looks good yep. now, but truthfully... That could be your best bet. That could be your best bet in the whole thing. Yeah, but I don't feel good about it, truthfully. I mean, I don't, like, feel awful about it, but let's let's take a quick look at what those odds are right now. So, the Twins are four games up on both the White Sox and the Guardians. I mean, the Guardians have more talent, but they've been really banged up, and that's been, I think, their issue the last few years. So, you know, it's kind of, like, not a shocker. But it is a long season, and if they can get their guys back, they're you know they're only four games back. That that can change real quick. Um, you know you can you can make four games up in four days, you know in a week. So I'm still optimistic about that. But it was at minus two hundred. So if you end up winning the Twins at plus five hundred for our division winners, 
bet overall that that's going to be a uh that could be the difference maker if the twins bring it home to give you an idea of what vegas and the sports books think of this they still have the white Sox favored to win the division at minus 105 twins plus 115 so just as i didn't feel too good about that that only solidifies my my concern there but um, i'm going to keep it moving for us because i want to at least go through these divisions in the AL West, we both took the Angels at plus 400. Then they start the year off, Tom, exactly the way we thought. It's finally going to come together. They're going to get off to a good start where they can sustain throughout the year, and they lose fucking 12 games straight and fire their manager, and they're a train wreck right now. They lost again last night. I yeah, 13 straight now, 12 straight before firing Madden, then now 13 straight. It's really, I mean, it's a, it's a broken record. It's just so upsetting. What, explain to me how Trout goes on a 24 or 26, I forget, at-bat slide. Mike Trout didn't get a hit for like 25 straight at-bats. This is his longest ever in his career. That certainly didn't help. But it's hard to lose 13 straight games in baseball. And it also goes to show how little attention West Coast baseball even gets over here on the East Coast because I didn't even know that was happening. Like I didn't even realize that was happening, but it's just so disappointing. Get trout off the angels, get Otani off the angels. It's pathetic. And I am kind of surprised that they fired Madden again. I'm not super in tune with, you know, the what being West coast, but uh, what would you think about the firing of Madden? I mean, he's generally regarded as pretty well respected and liked, but I guess you lose 12 straight and you just, he's, (laughs) I don't know. You got to go. He's an elite manager. I mean, the guys, he's got a strong, proven track record, you know, in this league. I was, I can't believe he was the guy to take the fall. Like, I don't know if that's what it was or maybe just, like, you know this and I know this from just playing sports and stuff. When you're losing consistently over and over on a team, it creates bad things to happen, whether it's things like this where someone's got to take the blame and, you know, lose their job or whether it's just bad chemistry in the locker room and whatever it may be, you know, it's a mess when you're losing like that. So it's weird. Like to flip over just quickly to another manager who was fired, Girardi, Tom, I was so happy, so happy when we fired him. I know you hated him in New York when he was on the Yanks, but uh, man, like that one made sense to me. This one, I don't know, with Madden. What do yeah, you I mean, think? I'm pretty sure Girardi's overall Phillies record was, I think, almost exactly 500. I feel like I saw that. He was very frustrating to watch in, in the Bronx as well. I am a little surprised about Madden, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's like the Angels losing 12 straight is is bad, but they've been bad for years. So is it really Madden's fault? I don't know, but we both had the Angels in our bet, so it's going to be a wash for us regardless. Uh, it looks like the Astros. I mean, we probably should have seen that coming. The Astros are a really strong team. But for me personally, I just can't put the I can't put an Astros team or personal name down anywhere. They're a bunch of frauds. And did you see how somebody stole their 2017 World Series banner off of their stadium? I did not see that, but that's amazing. Shout out yeah, to outside, whoever did that. Outside, like on a flagpole, like a, you know, it looks like a flag, but it's like metal, you know, so it's like a curvy flag, but it's just one solid piece of metal. Like somebody just jacked it in the night the other day. 
How great Damn, is that? That's crazy. Oh, uh, well, you know, sometimes you had it coming and that's one of those situations. Um, to, to give you an idea to Tom minus 900 on the Astros, a 90% implied probability that they'll win. So probably a wrap for us there, but NL central, I took the Brewers minus 175. You took the Cardinals. Do you have any thoughts in that division? I mean, they're neck and neck. Cardinals are half a game back uh, of the Brewers. I think it's a toss-up. I'd be curious to see what the odds are today on Ve- at Vegas. I got better odds. You know, I have Cardinals plus 230. You have Brewers minus 175. So if those options were on the table today, I think you got to take the Cardinals at plus 230 because they're essentially, you know, even in the division. Arenado alone is just such an absolute beast. The Cardinals are a winning baseball organization, great baseball town. The NL Central is generally weak besides these two teams. So it's going to be, you know, it's going to be, it's going to come down to these two teams. Cardinals have a better run differential, plus 52. Brewers only plus 25. Um, and the Brewers are on a little losing streak, lost four straight. So I literally flip a coin. What, what are the today odds on the NL Central, these two teams? Brewers minus 250, Cardinals plus 175. So, it's come down from where you bet the Cardinals and it's moved away. Like we both, we both are holding a good ticket now, you know, uh, according to the betting market, you couldn't get on either side of what we got here. So, right. That's what you, that's what you look for. Um, all right, Tom, we got, we got one more division here. The NL West. And I believe I may have skipped the Phillies division. So, Two more divisions. Yeah, here. we'll come back to the NL East. Yeah, we'll come back to that one last. The, let's start with the NL West. I took the Padres at plus 325. You took the Dodgers minus 225. That division's tight. It's tight. Do- pa- Padres are only a game and a half back. But the Dodgers, I still think, are going to run away. They are they have the best run differential uh, in, the, in baseball, plus 109. Yankees are at plus 108. You know, the Dodgers, they're just, you know, they're just absolutely stacked. I think the Padres are going to be right there for years to come. Tatis hasn't even played. Um, has he played at all this year? No. No. And right? what's his? When is he coming back? Like I haven't even heard well, whispers. I, I just saw a video of him uh, taking some ground balls at short, so that's a good sign. You know, maybe that means in the next week or two, starting to vamp. But um, so that'll help. Obviously, you know, arguably the most exciting baseball player, but. Uh, the Dodgers just have so much talent. Although, you know, if the Padres squeak it out, that's a plus 325. That's a big, you know, that would be a big win for you. But uh, I still, I'm still, i still confident on the Dodgers. They're just so talented. My favorite, um, within the five, six years, whatever that we've been doing this time, my favorite, like, race down the finish of a season that we've ever had in our bets was when you had Tatis to win NL Rookie of the Year and I had Pete Alonso. And they, the whole season, they were both just going back. And it was like a boxing match in terms of who was going to get it. Um, so I always just, you know, think back at that. But but then Tatis got hurt yep. and Alonzo ran away with it. Um, all right. Let's go over to, uh, to my man Pete Alonzo's division. NL East, the Mets have an eight-game lead on the Braves, 10-and-a-half on the Phils. I had... The Phillies here, you had the Braves not looking good for either one of us. Any thoughts in this division? 
I mean, I'm a New York guy. I, I, I'm a Yankee fan, but I still root for the Mets. I hope on a personal level, like I still hope the Mets can pull it out. I hope they don't Mets themselves into losing the division right now. Both of their star star top two pitches are out. Alonzo got hit on the hand. Marte strained his groin or his quad, I think, last night. Um, you know, so there there's there's some holes potentially, but it's a strong team. You got to believe Uncle Stevie is going to make a move, at least a couple moves. He wants to win. He's not going to hold back. He's got unlimited money. So I, I feel like the Mets are probably going to keep, you know, stick it out. But you never know. I mean, if DeGrom never comes back, if, you know, if things that typically happen to the Mets continue to happen and, you know, that eight-game lead could evaporate pretty quickly. Braves are on a six-game winning streak. Phillies are on a five-game winning streak. So, you know, that those two winning streaks got them to – eight and ten and a half games back. So it goes to show how big of a lead the Mets had. But, um, yeah, the Mets seem really strong, you know, assuming they can stay healthy and not implode like they do typically in the pre-Uncle Stevie years. Yep. Uncle Stevie won't let that happen. But, uh, okay, Tom, so I want to move to the final thing here, which was our World Series winners. And I made such a stupid mistake in this. I'm looking at it, and I just don't even know. I actually need to, like, listen back to our episode to see how this happened. But the three teams that you fired on for the World Series were the Yankees, 11-1. to We already talked about that looks great. Brewers, 16-1. to And the Dodgers, 5-1. to the three yeah, I don't know how I got away with getting the Yankees and the Dodgers. And you picked the White Sox, Mets, and Blue Jays. Tom, what the fuck am I doing? I didn't even pick the White Sox to win the division. I took the Twins. It's it's an interesting strategy, Cotton. Oh, man. This is, you know, I just wonder with myself sometimes. But so I have, yeah, I have the Mets, Blue Jays, and White Sox. Two of my three teams are not even in playoff contention if the season stopped now. Or I should say one of them. But... The Mets ticket's interesting, 10 to 1. I'm just going to quickly look where they're priced, 7 to 1. So, you know, not nothing crazy there. But what are the Dodgers at right now? The Dodgers, I believe, are the favorite still. They're plus 425. They're the outright favorite. Yanks are right behind them, 6 to 1. And the Astros and Mets next behind them. And then the Blue Jays are still in the mix here. Um, I mean, the Blue Jays are a scary team. They're not, you know, they, they've got so much firepower and young speed, these, you know, good enough pitching, especially if they add a piece, they've also, they've got an ownership group that likes to spend money. So, you know, as we know, after, you know, being baseball fans for 25, 30 years, June 8th standings, it's not that they mean nothing, but they don't mean that much. Anything right. can happen. Yeah, man. It's, it's going to be a wild rest of the season. Um, I know you you have limited time here, Tom. I want to quickly get into one more thing. Real quick, though, do you have any thoughts on the NBA Finals? Have you been or just watching any, you know, like, is it you purely a baseball guy or you watch some basketball? I mean, as a, as a New Yorker, it's kind of worst-case scenario. Obviously, can't root for Boston, and all Golden State does is win. Um, when they're when they're healthy and they've got all their main players, so it's kind of like, like I'll, I'll watch I'll watch. I'm more of a base, baseball guy myself, but it's kind of just like I'm rooting for the sport. It's like I want every game to go into overtime and just have exciting basketball. I can't really root 
actually root for either team. Um, right. But, you know, the Celtics, they're a good story, right? I don't think they were expected to go this far. Um, but, I, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a New Yorker. I can't. It's not possible or allowed against the law for me to root for Boston. So, Hey, we, we share a hatred of Boston. Philadelphia and New York, the one thing we can agree on, fuck Boston. We can agree, but, you know, it's like, it's still, New York, Boston is a thing. I know. Like, well, you're going to little brother me right now. It's Philadelphia. You're going to try and little brother me. When little brothers do little brother things, oh. it's hard not to make a comment. <laughs> Oh man, this is this is what who a Philadelphia is Philly's person biggest lives rival with. city. Who? Who? Who is Philly's biggest rival city? Dallas and New Dallas. York. Dallas? It, well, it depends. Like, yeah, Dallas, Dallas and New York are the two that I despise as a Philadelphia sports fan. Boston I'm not asking is, about Ricky's rivals. I'm asking Ricky's rivals. That could be its own TV show. I'm asking about. <laughs> The, if you polled the city of Philadelphia, like, what is the number one rival city to Philadelphia across all sports overall? What, what is it? I think it would have to be New York. But let's see what Google would say, because I am kind of a person who has my own, you know, like you said. Uh, let's see. Philadelphia, biggest rivalry city. I also feel like it kind of depends on the sport because of the divisions. And let's see. Yeah, I guess New York is just, you know, unique. New York's number one rival is Boston, obviously, and I think their number two rival is, like, other teams in New York, you know? I'm getting little-brothered here. This is what's happening. I'm, you know what? I'm off Google. Philly Philly sports, I need, you to, I need you to help me out here. You know, this is just, this is tough. This is tough, and there's, what am I going to say? Guy's got 26 fucking okay. rings. Wikipedia says New York number one, Pittsburgh number two. And then it does say Boston uh, is more of a recent but strong rivalry, but you know that's okay. Don't don't be sad. No, you know everything's what? gonna be okay, little bro. It pisses me off, man. Because even and I didn't go to Penn State, so I don't really care about this. But that's a you know a, a school that we care about in Pennsylvania. With them, when they get asked like rivalry questions amongst the Big Ten, it's like. Uh, Michigan and Ohio State are immediately like, yeah, they're the rivals. And if you ask someone from Penn State, they're trying to make it like the rivalry with Penn State and Michigan or Penn State and Ohio State is as big. But in reality, like Michigan, Ohio State is the real rivalry. So it, it just sucks. I feel like we're always the outlier in that. But um, either way, my man, I really appreciate you joining the show today. Glad to catch up on some baseball. Do you have any final thoughts on like the awards or you know anything else you want to dive into before I let you get out of here and I wrap up with the NBA? I mean, I think we covered it. Big disappointment in the Angels. Really, who knows? Maybe they'll win the next 12 straight. But uh, Yankees firing on all cylinders. You know, let's go Bombers. Hey, the Yanks are hot. We'll see if it continues. But... Steady Picks Radio. Thanks to Tom for hopping on the show. We're going to take a quick break and we'll wrap up with an NBA pick. Talk to you shortly. All right. Welcome back to the show. Appreciate 
Tom again for joining me today and going over some baseball talk. Our other Tom, your, your normal host, will hopefully be cleared from COVID protocol tomorrow and be back on the show um, if he's feeling up for it. Tom, get better, my man. We miss you, but we will hold it down without you. So let's go ahead and before we wrap out, wrap up here, still got the COVID brain, apologies. Let's go ahead and look at the Warriors Celtics. Game three. It's a three and a half point spread in Boston, a 1-1 series. And listen, as much as I'd like to come on here and give a bet, I already have a bet. Uh, I ended up taking the Boston Celtics to be up 2-1 in the series after game three was the bet. I got it at minus 125 at BetMGM before game two. Looking back, I don't know how great of a bet it was EV-wise. Um, it looks good now, but I did have to clear that, that first part with the Warriors winning. But here's what I want to tell you for the people who are betting this game. The Golden State Warriors. And hold on. Cut the music down for a second. The Golden State Warriors have won a road playoff game in 26 straight series. I repeat. The Golden State Warriors have won a road playoff game in 26 straight series. They've done it every single playoff series of the Steph Curry, Steve Kerr era. It's an NBA record. So let me tell you this. I have a Boston Celtics ticket essentially on the money line tonight, but I don't love that bet. I don't love that bet one bit. Um, I think the, the move here is to feel this one out and in my opinion potentially go with the dog it's undeniable if you look back in history just how not even not even just how well they play on the road that they happen to steal one but you got to realize the Boston Celtics have dropped a lot of crucial games at home they you you know they have a better road record than home record but the thing is when you're playing on your home court, especially in the NBA Finals, the pressure's on the home team that's supposed to win. That's who's got pressure tonight, the Boston Celtics. You saw it in game one with the Warriors. The pressure was on the Warriors. The Celtics came in and played loose, and they ended up stealing the game, and I'm telling you, that's what I expect to happen in either game three or game four. I think the best case scenario for me is that the Boston Celtics win this game tonight, and I can assure you, pending any kind of injury or maybe something the eye picks up that would steer me away, I would confidently be on the Golden State side in the following game. So for whatever it's worth, my thought is pick your poison, whether it's game three or four, but don't be afraid to take a shot on the Golden State Warriors. History says they're going to get it done in one of these road games. So that's what I got. Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, we'll be over on the Instagram account, at Steady Picks. Anybody's got any questions? we got a huge UFC event this weekend. A lot of good sporting stuff going on. So look forward to a big week and a big weekend. Steady Picks Radio. Have a great day. Yeah, spinning like a box, Oh